Hello everyone, it's I. Welcome to the part before the show starts. And today we don't have dates, we don't have announcements, we just have a sponsor. The first sponsor in the history of the show. Why am I using this voice? Chad, tell them who's sponsoring us. Well, today we do have a sponsor and it is BetterHelp. It is an online therapy group that you can go to. It's uh, pretty fantastic. It's not like a crisis line. It's not a self-help deal. It is honestly professional counseling. You know I'm a big fan of therapy. Me too, yeah. So we thought this this would be a great thing to do. I know a lot of guys think, uh, hey, man, I'm too tough for that. I ain't going to talk to anybody. It's awesome. You get to tell all your secrets to someone that can't tell anybody, and it's really fantastic. So that's better help. It's not better health. You want better health? You came to the wrong podcast, buddy. It's better help. H-E-L-P. And you can go betterhelp.com backslash somewhere and check it out. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Welcome back. I'm using my original microphone so I don't sound like I'm underwater. Across from me is, you know him, you love him, it's Big Bo Peep, Cyrus Amundsen. Hello, Chad. It's wonderful to be here. The sun is shining, and I'm a person. (laughs) Wow, that sounds like someone... Just trying to get through therapy. Oh, yes. I'm. Oh my God. <laughs> What's happening right now? No, I'm, this is incredible. I'm doing great. Uh, I will tell. Seems like it. You know, we've been doing this podcast remotely for 300 years now in the pandemic, and big behind the scenes piece of info for all the middle of somewhere heads out there. Uh, we, middle of somewhere nation. Uh, when you do Fuck that, you. when you do that, you buy, like, I, I wear a lav mic because of my decrepit body. And so I've just been buying batteries at a rampant pace and I buy them from the same gas station. And there's, you do, you definitely do because every time I talk to you before an episode, you have to quick run to get batteries. And I always think, why doesn't he buy a big box of batteries? I buy but a it, lot of batteries It these the Zoom recorder and the microphones, they go through them really quick. Every time we record, it burns, like every two episodes burns seven or more batteries. It's fucking insanity. Our carbon, the middle of somewhere carbon footprint is off the charts. It's, yeah, we're, you know, we are not helping. Um, you know who's not helping is the young kid who works at the gas station who calls me Mr. Batteries. And... <laughs> He's been doing it. He did it this morning. He's been doing it for a long time now. And it is very funny. I walk in, he's like, oh, it's Mr. Batteries. What you getting today? And you can decide what type of dude he is. I don't, you don't need to fucking get mad at me because of an impression. That was, it, that was a pretty good impression of him. And it's because he's definitely like, a, he's a high school kid. And you can tell sure. he's way cooler than I would have been in high school. Well, I'll frame it like this. 
you know, you separate high school kids into like when you're in high school, like there's the kids who want to have sex and the kids are like, I'm not having sex till I'm married because I'm the worst. Those are the two groups, right? <laughs> and then in the group of kids that want to have sex, there are the kids that get to have sex in high school because they're like, you know, cool and attractive and, you know, fun. Right. And then there's the other group that has sex in college or unfortunately later. I'm in that group. This kid, you can tell even though he's a high school kid, he's, you know, he's probably in the sex group, right? <laughs> so he I have to tell you, I was eating outside at a, like one of these, you know, whatever patios. And this kid comes up and he goes, hey, do you want to give me $5 and I'll roast the entire table? <laughs> he's a young kid. And I was like, I sure do. And he looked at, he looked at one of the females that I didn't really know. And he goes, you look like you only shop at TJ Maxx with coupons. And I almost melted down. I was laughing so hard. And everyone was looking at me like, quit being a prick. I was cheering for this kid so hard, just thinking we might be seeing a next superstar here. Yeah. Can we bring him on to talk about you and me and hay bales? Because that sounds incredible. No, no we can't. The, the kid, and that's the thing, like you... It is really to just call a guy that you don't know Mr. Batteries because he's bought a lot of ba it's very 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 funny. And you know no adult man in his 30s wants a nickname because of a habit not an accomplishment. Right? It's it's a pretty it's a it's pretty funny. I don't I don't begrudge him at all, but being called Mr. cuz I haven't bought anything from the store and it's not like I'm in there getting snacks. I just go in there and I get batteries and I go back to my pandemic house for 18 months in a row so yeah it's you're lucky he only stopped at batteries because i would have taken it the next logical step and just started calling you mr vibrator <laughs> oh because what else do you run what do you else do you run out of that many batteries i guarantee while he's inside a lady he's just telling her all about this guy who comes in and loves his vibrator i didn't even think about that i didn't realize oh, I sure that did. before i walk in the store there's more to the nickname he's looking at his employees like oh here come mr batteries <laughs> Gotta juice up that dildo so he can ram himself, you know, or it's worse. Like, oh, here come Mr. Batteries. Can't please his wife. Gotta buy all these batteries. Like oh this. Oh my God. You are. Yeah. You're getting railed before you walk in. I guarantee oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. If your name is Mr. Batteries, you, yeah, there's, there's the only good way is like, oh, Mr. Batteries, he brings a lot of power to the situation. Nope. You're just a dildo guy. You're a vibrator guy or a, you know. Yep. A, an energizer but i get it's there's no there's no good with that mr batteries in the billiards room with the vibrator that's just all you're doing is in every clue room of the clue house going for it uh i went in i had to get an sd card so i didn't walk mr. into walgreens SD and they card. were yeah they were like oh here comes mr <laughs> Mr. SD, Mr. Standard Definition. This is a guy. Is that what it stands for? It can't. I think it stands for Standard Sc Definition. Also, this, I, right? al I also turned your guy. Oh, it might. Yeah, it might. I I turned your guy into Foghorn Leghorn, just <laughs> some mayor of Athens, Georgia. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here comes Mr. Standard Definition. Boy, I say, I say, I say, here comes that fella who keeps ruining scan discs. <laughs> so I go in there and uh, it's really busy. My new thing is, because I will tell you, about a week ago, I was driving around a lake okay. and a man in a very nice car 
kept false starting out of his driveway, and I didn't know if he was going to go or not. And I go, clearly he's not going to pull in front of me. Then right when I got to his driveway, he pulled out, and I thought, he must be doing one of those quick, I'm going to use just the other lane to do kind of a U-turn into another driveway. Yeah, he's going to use the shoulder to just U-turn into a driveway. Right, but he did not. Mr. U-turn. He came right in front of me. And then I had to slide a slam on my brakes, like really slam where stuff in my back hit the back of my seat. Sure. And then uh, he went very slowly and then was flipping me off. Totally. And then and then didn't use his blinker to turn into a parking lot. So I used the second turn into the parking lot and it's a little tiny dirt parking lot. And I got out of my car and I went and sat on my hood and stared at him while he parked. <laughs> And then he got out of his car, and this is definitely a. Right, not, wait, I don't think. Were you? Did you have? Did you have a Fergus Falls jersey on when you did it? Here's actually what I, I was coming from the golf course. So I had green pants and a light and navy blue flowery shirt on. Oh so no! So I, re, I probably looked like I was going to grant him a wish or some <laughs> shit. But I'm on the hood of my car, and he goes, "What's your problem?" And I go, "You," but then like everything about you. But I'm very calm. And he's got a he's got a twitchy right hand, like he's Doc Holliday about to pull a gun on me. And I'm like, say, Get the Yeah, fu-. that's that looks like somebody who's about to beat somebody to death. Well, he was also one of these fucking dum-dums that tucks their shirt in, tucks their t-shirt in, so I knew there was nothing on his belt. That's a guy who likes to watch his wife get fucked if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> so I just he goes, Seriously, what's your problem? I go, I don't have a problem. You do. I go, You just bought that new car. And your blinkers are already broken. And so he goes, what? And I go, here's the thing. You pulled out in front of me. You went slowly. You were flipping me off for no reason. And then you didn't use a blinker to come in here. He goes, yeah, what of it? And I go, what the fuck? What do you mean, what of it? Now I lose my mind. Because I'm like, what do you mean, what of it? Who the fuck? I just gave you four different things, you dumb cocksucker. And I'm losing my mind, but I'm still cross-legged on the hood of my car. Also, who says what of it in that situation? What's he, Ralph Malf? Like, is he going to tell Posse to go sit on it next? What do you mean? I mean, what's, I mean, what's yeah, the like, big deal, Palo? What of it, bud? So I just lose it. And then I, I go, uh, he said some shit. And I go, whatever, man. Have a great weekend. We don't need to do this. Get in my car, start driving away. He starts walking down the road, flipping me off again. So, of course. You ran him over with now I've. Now I've fucking had it. Stop, put it in reverse, speed back to him. And then as soon as I do, he scanters in, just into the into the restaurant across the street. And so now I think, do I run in there in my flowery getup? Or do I just let him ruin my fucking night? Because that's what happened. I was so mad the whole rest of the night that my smoker wouldn't start at the lake. And I bet you... I could have thrown a discus. I could have broken records because I threw a piece of my uh, smoker that unplugged mid-ignite. I threw it into the woods, and that's a long ways. I know you don't know where that is, but it's a long way. What you definitely, the third option was you could have taken your shirt off, started doing push-ups and sit-ups and shadow boxing outside the restaurant windows, just in some weird chicken version of a wait-out contest to see when, like, and then when he comes out, just go home. But that's a guy who, there's no way that guy actually wants to fight. And if he has to just sit in there and they're like, sir, you got your check 40 minutes ago. He goes, uh, yeah, I'll just have a little more coffee. I'd like some yeah, more well, coffee. <laughs> two things. I don't fight. 
Haven't thrown a punch I, I wasn't in a very long I wasn't time. suggesting you fight. I was suggesting you make this man believe he might be about to get his head caved in by a dad with some repressed anger. Yeah. See, but the problem Scare is I take my shirt off. I take my shirt off and everyone there goes, oh, the little boy from the Goonies grew up. He's about to do the truffle shuffle for us while we eat. I didn't know there'd be food and entertainment here this evening. You just it's take ridiculous. your shirt off and the waitress goes, oh my gosh, it's the guy they modeled the Slimer on Ghostbusters after. <laughs> they, they just go, oh, I guess we're doing before pictures tonight. Um, so I'm in Walgreens and I, I my new thing is I am going to try to disarm any situation with something that I think is funny. So, okay. for example, I was at the golf course. This lady throws a bunch of ice out of her cup, and I go, I bet you're going to wish you had that back in August. Really dad-level dad shit. Yeah, that makes me want to stop being on this podcast right now. Oh, that's fine. Oh, God, you want my list of reasons I want to stop? Anyways. Do you know what our – when we finally make our <laughs> The Podcast is over announcement, and people are like, why? And we both run out of characters <laughs> on the comments. <laughs> We, we should just scroll down our grievances. Like, yeah. And like, then, then people are like, this is longer than any podcast they ever did. Yeah, that would be a great video for Hay Bales just to put up. It's just a video of us talking on the show, but instead of our audio, it's like one of those music infomercials where they're running all the different song titles. But one just <laughs> yeah. runs down, Psy missed three months, Psy can't record on time. <laughs> Chad started making dad jokes, just a running list of the things that canceled the show. Oh, if you think that was a dad joke, get ready for my Walgreens I'm story. aware. Of, I'm, yeah. So I'm in there, and uh, this lady, we're just, we're sitting and talking in line. Everything's going great. And then I kind of tell her what I was doing. Um, you know, I got a lot of yard work to get done, blah, blah, blah. I didn't rake before it snowed, all this stuff. And then she turns and she goes, hey, don't work too hard. And I go, too late. I'm actually in here, picked up some Viagra. So I, so I got no choice for the next four and a half hours. I go, I'm going to be working as hard as possible. That's, I realize that, that that is an assault on someone's ears. Yeah, that's less of a dad joke and more of an HR violation. It absolutely is. And so I want to tone it back. But then the other lady she's with, she goes, what? And the lady I said it to turned and said, don't worry about him. He's just one of these guys that knows they're handsome. That's oh, what she said. Fun. And then I said, what? I get real into it now. And I just go, did you say I'm a guy that knows I'm handsome? And she goes, yeah, pretty disgusted. And I go, but you didn't say I'm a guy that thinks I'm handsome. You said I'm a guy that knows. <laughs> now I'm involved in this conversation because I don't get your handsome that often. I'm not complaining. Believe me, it doesn't matter. But I don't get it that often in public. And I'm just like, yes. So now I'm turning around to everybody and I go, what did you think? Because I'm absolutely <laughs> involved. And uh, I hope I go in there from now on and they just go, hey, look who it is, Mr. Handsome. It's Mr. Handsome. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, I, you know, I know a lot of people where you live listen to this show, and sometimes that can make for some weird encounters. I can tell you that lady doesn't. If she thinks you're she sure a guy doesn't. who thinks you're ha I mean, we just came off a Slimer tits joke. No, no, no. 
She didn't say thinks. See, there you go. You're already switching it. She said knows. That's completely different, and that's where the compliment comes in. <laughs> she thought she was burning me, and she gave me fuel to live for two weeks. That shit is like blue sky energy in a can. I mean, if, if, it's, if anything can change the trajectory of your, your body image issues, I'm all in on it. So <laughs> I'm all the way yeah. on it. I, I can, given your dad joke sensibilities, I can give you something that uh, I think both the Chad you're trying to be and the Chad you are should like. I think you sh both of those guys should like what I'm about to hand to you. They are fighting. Have you ever heard the old parable about that we all have two wolves living inside of us and you have to you have to feed the right wolf yeah one is a good wolf one is love one is honor one is all that stuff and then there's the bad wolf one is greed one is hatred all of that and then the little boy says to his grandpa well which wolf wins the fight and he says the one you feed well that's what we have here with these two chads the chad i am and the chad i'm trying to be and when i try to feed the chad i'm trying to be I only become more of the Chad I am, and it's uh, it's a real it's a real fuck job. The when I had tried I, the wolves in me are OCD wolf and autoimmune disease wolf, and I don't want to uh -huh. feed either of them, and so they're both getting scrawny <laughs> and angry, and I don't know how it's gonna end. <laughs> I need a third wolf. I will tell you this: I think moving. I think moving all your shit to a different location, that should help. It doesn't. Uh, it's a pile of stress. I hate it. Um, well, you know, here, here's what I was going to tell you actually is what it has to do with moving. So we are in the final stages currently. Okay. And that means Jenna is doing a lot of cleaning. Yep. And to help... I have started hiding weird stuff around the house for the new owners to find that I think will be funny. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I, well, I think it's just because somebody's going to buy this house and I've lived here long enough that I know there are places that even an inspector won't look. Like there's a drawer in the office that you pull it out and there's like you can slide a piece of paper can get stuck back behind there. They won't see that shit. So I printed off a headshot of Ben Affleck and went online and found his autograph and copied it. So there's just... In the office drawer behind everything, there's an autographed picture of Ben Affleck. And this is happening, you're doing all this while your wife who rakes and cleans up dog shit is cleaning and packing? Yeah, correct. <laughs> okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure I had this straight. I'm helping. And so I paid for the movers, Chad. And so... <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot that. So uh, the second one I did, and I, I came up with the Ben Affleck one, and I was like, that's pretty good. And then I came up with the idea. I went and I bought the Kama Sutra, or a copy of the Kama Sutra, and mm -hmm. I just put a bunch of notes in it, like just a bunch of personal <laughs> thoughts and why stuff would work and doesn't work. And uh, I hid that up in like a closet upstairs in the very back. So I think that'll probably get found during the inspection. And then I had, I was like, these are pretty good. I was like trying to figure out what to do next. And I had this, what I think is one of the better ideas I've had in a really long time. So I started researching old bank robberies in the Midwest. Right. And I found, I don't know if you know this, 
There is an unsolved series of Brinks truck armed robberies that started in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And what year did they start? Do you know? 1989. You're damn right they did. So let me, can I just, this is just going to be me reading, but can I give you the synopsis of the story? Please. An armed gang, and this, by the way, this is from an episode, this was on Unsolved Mysteries back in the day. Hmm. An armed gang has been targeting several armored car companies in Minnesota and Maryland. At 1 p.m. on April 18, 1989, three men armed with guns robbed two armored car guards in Eden Prairie, Minnesota, where I live. The men worked together with military-like precision. As the three men took the money from the armored car, a fourth man stopped a van in front of the car, preventing any escape. This man also placed a device that looked like an explosive on the car. In just under a minute, the robbers had stolen close to $1 million and vanished without a trace. Uh, the bomb was determined to be a fake. The FBI linked this phony bomb to a similar device used in Baltimore, Maryland, three years earlier in a heist that the thieves made $600,000 off of. They went on to rob another car on March 27, 1990 in Burnsville and have been linked to multiple other Brinks truck robberies in that time period. No trace of these guys. Pros. They wipe down cars. They use secondary escape. This money and these guys were never, ever found. Okay? Mm -hmm. The uh, a couple of, of important pieces of information before I tell you what I will uh, be doing with the information. They, no one knows who they are. There's really funny pictures of them. They all, they're indescript. They just look like drawings. Uh, their aliases are Big Joe, Little Joe, and Road Runner. Okay? So, in our basement, in the basement bathroom, uh, there is, if you have to fix the sink, if you have to go down underneath there, and I know this because Jenna told me about it, uh, if, you have <laughs> to, if you have to fix underneath the sink, there's like this little space up at the very top of the cabinet, and it's like a, almost like a little hidden compartment. It's not meant to be, but that's how it is. And once you get in there, you're like, what the fuck is that? And you look up there, and you're like, interesting. There's nothing in there. We just noticed it. Okay. So what I did was took an envelope and a piece yeah. of notebook paper. I aged mm -hmm. them, which I had to do a fair amount of research on. Um, I aged them, and I wrote the following letter and we are going to place it up in there. Would you like to hear it? I would love to. Okay. Also, how fucking bored are you? Oh, dude, I, I, yeah, I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing in my whole life. But I, I love that you don't just sit around and be bored. You're just like, I'm going to fuck with people in the future. You know, my dad used to say this thing that I thought kind of made him a dick when I was a kid, and now I totally agree with him. Uh, he said... No smart person should ever be bored. Yeah, I suppose. He goes, if you are smart and you have your capabilities, you should be able to entertain yourself. Boredom is laziness. And I was like, and I hated when he said that when I was young. Uh, and now I've like, I've just adapted it. And I'm a real prick when somebody says they're bored. Well, if you listen to the song Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger, one of the lyrics is, if you're bored, then you're boring, which is kind of the same. I concur. I concur. So, here is what that letter that will be placed underneath that cabinet says. Dear little Joe, 
<laughs> yep. If you're reading this, it means you've gotten out, and unfortunately, I'm no longer around. I want you to know that there are no words that I could fit into this letter that could possibly let you know what you've meant to me in my life. You truly became a brother. Please look out for Annie for me. Roadrunner and myself went about things just as discussed. Follow this. Two blocks over, 600 yards north, left turn, left turn, and you'll see the tree. The markings are unmistakable. The tree will read BJ. Two feet down to the box. Best of luck, and Roadrunner and I will be waiting for you on the other side. Big Joe. <laughs> so. <laughs> you, okay, I'm going to let you finish, and if you don't have the same idea as me, I'm going to give it to you. Okay. So I have already, I, I, those were very specific instructions because there's a very specific tree right on the outskirts of the park by our house that sits like way past this. the park and it's not a place where anybody plays but it's a big ass oak tree so yeah jenna and i are she's gonna carve bj into the tree and we are <laughs> burying a little box with an old antique key that i went and bought we will be burying that two feet down with a secondary ladder that is that it only says this and i think you're gonna love this little this little reference um you've come this far are you ready to come a little further thank you Great movie, Shawshank Redemption. Uh, and uh, down 169 we go. Enjoy your retirement, brother. And then I just left coordinates that are of a field out in Belle Plaine. And I, I'm not putting anything there. Except a outdoor hunting camera, right? Well, I mean. Please. I mean, I mean can we please watch these people dig this shit up? And then well, you have to. Well, I, you I, have to have outside cameras. No, I'm, I'm totally yeah, like a deer stand cam. I would absolutely yes. do that. And, and maybe we should. How long do those things last? Because these guys, they're not going to find this until something goes wrong with the sink. Which, by the way, could be quick because we lived here for a year and a half or two years. And like the sink was shitty two or three times. But yeah, I think I think you need to make something wrong with the sink that isn't going to happen for like uh, six months or something. But then also, why does it matter how long the cameras last when you're Mr. Batteries? <laughs> I mean, can't you just touch them and make them work again? <laughs> so I feel I feel pretty good about uh, about this situation. That's so funny. And, well, in the field that I chose, first of all, it is definitely private land. So that's going to be a bummer in a lot of different ways. <laughs> Um, but it is across the road. There's like, there's big trees there. And I absolutely, you could absolutely mount a deer cam on those trees. Oh, I'm all for that. I am. Oh my God. I might start having to do what stealing some of your ideas because I don't know if you've seen me move yet today, but I haven't. And I'd like to tell you why. Olivia uh, had, she did this thing last summer called Chloe Tang. It's like a you can do a two-week or a three-week program, and it's you work out every single day. Chloe and it's kinda like Tang. Chloe Tang, yeah, and it's it it works because like I did a, it. I did like it with a her last Nickelodeon year. Nickelodeon show. No, I mean, well, yeah, maybe, but she's like this. Uh, I think she's from New Guinea or something. Okay. But she's just this gal that does all these aerobics, and I was really sore when I did it with Olivia. But this year, Olivia goes, "Hey, I want to lift some weights. I want to get some muscles." So I go, "No problem." So I went and I bought a bench and a squat rack 
and then a bar with 300 pounds of weights on it. Okay. And again, you saw how I reacted in Walgreens when somebody complimented me. It's like I can't just say, oh, thank you. I have to get everybody involved. I need all this attention, mm-hmm. like just a, just a comedian that hasn't been on the road. And uh, so we get this thing. First of all, I had my Apple Watch on because I was going to work out. Okay. And I burned 700 calories putting this fucking thing together. <laughs> I forgot to put two of the main pieces on, oh, and it's an wow. early step. So I had to undo everything. And so I'm, I'm pretty pissed. So now I'm like, who wants to lift some weights? I'm very excited. And Olivia, she's trying to figure out the form with the bar. She doesn't lift weights ever. And I did, she just had 25s on each side of the bar for bench press. Okay. So I did that 10 times. That's very simple for a guy my size. About 95 pounds. Yeah. And she goes, dad, you're so strong. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Watch this. So I start loading the weight. I throw 45s on, boom, 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 boom. 45s and 25s, pow, 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 pow. 45s and 35s. And now her eyes are growing wider. Now we're getting pretty large weight. 45s and 35s, you're talking 200 pounds. Yeah, it's not not so bad. Not pretty good. uh, Have you ever seen the movie Unbreakable with Bruce Willis where he's like a real-life superhero? Yep. And he's in the basement, and he just found out that he's a superhero. Okay. So they end up, he lifts, he's lifting all the weight they have, and then he goes, more. And they have to paint, they have to tape paint cans onto the end of the thing. That's what I was doing. Every time I lifted something, she goes, this is incredible. And I don't have too many moments like that with her because she's 17. And this isn't like world record weight. This is normal weight for a guy my size. Sure. And she is losing her mind. So I just go, 10 more. And now I'm using like a Batman voice and shit. It was unreal. Then we went to squats. And she's like, Dad, we don't have any weight left. And I was like, you know, that's right. Just really into it. And then I woke up and can't move any part of my body. (laughs) If you would have seen me get into my car today, it's a little step up, you know? Yeah. I used to be 5'11 in high school. I think I'm 5'10 now. Cool. Awesome. Aging is great. But I had to – it took me so long to get into my car because even touching my butt cheeks hurts, like the skin. I don't know how your skin hurts after lifting weights, but mine does. And so just a graze on the seat of my right butt cheek, and I was like, I got to start over. I have to start over. I almost called you and was like, I don't know if I can go today. I am so fucking ruined. It is unreal. That, that I remember – because I went in and out of exercising in my early 20s. And every time you come back to it, you're like, oh, this is hard the next day. So yeah. to be in your early 50s and not have worked out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I am going to break your fucking back with a hug next time I see you. you can't, I'm, I've decided to not come back to society. It's too late. I'm going to be a pandemic boy forever. Well, I'd like to try something. I know that we're normally doing stories, but we actually, as you heard in the beginning of the show, we have our first ad. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. We've never done this before. Uh, it's probably not going to be good, but I'd like to get going on it. Oh, let's give it so a that's whirl. okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the following should not be read verbatim. Fucking A. Really? <laughs> Guys, it's better help. It's uh, like I said at the beginning of the show. This is, I'm just going to wing it because 
You know I'm a big therapy guy. You know that I get angry, and I, it's not anger. It's like embarrassment or some, some other shit. But I've been going to therapy for quite a while, and it really helps me figure stuff out. And a lot, again, a lot of guys think it's a sign of weakness or whatever. It's really just an oil change for your brain. Well, and, I, you know, I'm obviously a big therapy guy as well as I've worked through uh, OCD and then continuing to work through that and chronic health issues and on and on. And, you know, as, uh, from the pandemic, a lot of us who are in therapy did therapy via the Internet, via Zoom. Right. In, and, and that's kind of a big part of what BetterHelp does. So they, they really connect you in a safe and private online environment. It's incredibly convenient. Once you connect with them, you can start communicating with a, a licensed registered therapist in under 48 hours. They quickly assess your needs and they match you with the right sort of therapist because you know some people need cognitive behavioral therapy some people need talk therapy there's so many different things and a big part of what they do is they assess you and your goals and what's interfering with your happiness and they manage or they match you with uh the right person so uh, if you want to start living a happier life today as a listener you get 10 percent off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com somewhere Join over a million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash somewhere. Did your daughter get any of it on TikTok? No, no, no recording. No recording? Why not? You look like you look so tough. I would love, uh, it yeah. would have been a great, a great TikTok video for her would have been my dad today and then my dad the next day. I, <laughs> I don't want to tell well, her how to run her TikTok account. but Believe me, we can do that again. There's no problem because there's no way I'm back into shape all of a sudden. Ken, Ken so, you, so she's been into TikTok for a calendar year or so now at least, right? Way more than that, yeah, but yes. And so you tangentially, you're, you have some understanding of TikTok. Is that fair? Yeah, she sends me TikToks. Here's what I don't like about that. I don't like that she sends me TikToks, then I watch them, and then the next time I open my Safari browser in public, it goes, these two circles look the same, but look again. It's just another TikTok that I didn't ask for and she didn't send me. It's like the next one. Hey, yeah, you just everybody in town goes, here comes that TikTok dad again. Put your, <laughs> put your phone away. We're at a soccer game. Put your phone away. So I... You know, this is something comedians can relate to, but anytime there's a new version of media, a bunch of people who are, I'm going to say questionably talented, get very famous, okay. and then a handful of them start doing stand-up clubs, and it's infuriating for a lot of comics, right? Well, yeah, there, there's, here's something that I just don't understand about TikTok is there's a lady, Sarah Elizabeth Hyde. Okay. Very awesome what she's doing. She's on TikTok and she does, a, she just like uh, lip syncs a bunch of my old bits. Yeah. And they get just a ton of likes and views. And then I go, well, how, what do I do? What do I get? It's very, the lip syncing to me. And that's kind of what I was getting at. You know, because so, like when the YouTubers came around, there are certain, like, there's always going to be a little bit of both, just like there is with anything. There's a couple people you're like, holy shit, this person is actually amazingly talented and goes on to have a career that I think everyone agrees, man, they deserve that career. And yeah. then there are people who are complete dog shit 
and get to have millions of dollars and and do live performances and stuff like that and so there's kind of that mixture but i've i've just always assumed that that's a never-ending cycle and that you know it was probably back when tv first started you know there were radio people like this isn't art they can see you you don't even need to make them feel anything you fucking frauds so you know really i've i've really been like given a lot less of a shit about social media fame people taking our taking our club dates and shit like that i don't really care a lot I, I was in Philadelphia one time and they were like, yeah, you can have the whole week except Friday Late Show. We have this guy and this gal. They're a duo from YouTube. And I was like, oh, cool. That's great. It was packed to the rafters yeah. in this club to watch them. And I watched for, I think, about 10 minutes. And I was like, I just, I think I must, I, I might be, my birth certificate might be wrong. I might be in my early 50s because I didn't get any of it oh and i don't get any of it either i don't get any of it either but i also know if somebody would have come you know like in 1992 if somebody would have walked into a club and seen me do a 14 minute bit ranting about a dog's birthday party using a hillbilly voice it'd have been like i must have been i must be too old for this i must be you know (laughs) like they just so i I think it's always changed i I, but i also i'm gonna i'm I'm maybe buffering a little bit because i'm about to shit on tiktok because the TikTok, I, I do not understand. Like, there's some of it is actually really, really funny. Mike Racine, do you know Mike Racine? I do. He is, there's very few people on earth who make me laugh as hard as Mike Racine does. And his TikTok is unbelievable. He, they do these, like, have you seen the duets where one person will ask questions and the other person will answer them or people will sing together? Yeah. He does those, but just does them as himself. So somebody will be like, I've got some questions for my gay friends. And then he'll just answer them. And it's, he posts them on his Instagram, which is where I see him, which is the most old man shit ever. Like, you should see Mike's TikToks on his Instagram. Um, it's Mike Racine, R-E-C-I-N-E. His Instagram is very, very funny. Everything he does is very funny. So I know there's a lot of funny shit on there. But there are, yeah. there are a couple things that I don't get. One is the lip syncing. Like, I don't, I don't understand the lip syncing of stand-up comedy. I'm not complaining, well, but I don't fucking I, I appreciate it. it. I appreciate it because this Sarah Elizabeth Hyde, she, go, she goes deep. She changes outfits, and she plays all the characters in the story. So I don't mind it because I, she tags me in it. So I'm not going to be on TikTok, not, not ever, I don't think. Sure. So it's it's nice to What's reach getting your material out there. Yeah, it's nice to reach that audience when some fuck you want to do my material for me. You want to go on the road, please. Uh, so I was just please gonna say that's it. the one person I don't want to see getting club dates. Like, all right, guys, next coming to the stage, she's got six million followers on TikTok, where she spends most her time lip singing Tom Segura and Bill Burbitz. Like, you know, that's the person I don't want to lose weeks to, but. I think the real enemy of TikTok and the most interesting case study of TikTok is the 30 and 40 year old still kind of hot white moms. (laughs) And they have found a place because it's not because some people stay hot like men, women, whatever. They stay hot into their 30s and 40s and they just exist. Thank you. And they just exist as hot people. (laughs) 
She said handsome, not hot. But then there are these people who were, I call them, I think we've talked about this. They're the roses, like the hottest, the, the rose of Denton, New Mexico. Like she was the prom queen and, you know, yep. prettiest gal in town. And unfortunately, she never shuffled more than six miles away from City Hall. She's the rose of Denton, New Mexico. And the tough thing about being a rose is when you're a young rose, I think there are very few things on earth that get like more attention than a young rose in a small town, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's normally, I've said this before on here, but you want to see a very pretty, wholesome girl go to... uh, Go to a Dairy Queen in a in a town under a thousand people. <laughs> that, and by, and this can flip genders too. There, it's just make it the star athlete of the small town. It's which we which people have been making fun of for a hundred years, right? Right, uh, right. So, but once the rose ages, you know she pops a few kids out. She still might be a very. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but there, <laughs> there is nothing, and I, I think this is true, nothing women love more than hearing pops a couple kids out. Because it is that simple. It's just you lift one foot and pew, pew, pew. You got triplets. This isn't. That's oh, not. fuck. That's a funny <laughs> phrase to me. It's so funny because I, I was there for both of my children being born and there was no popping them out. There was a lot of grimacing. This isn't fair what you're a lot doing to me. This is not fair. You're trying. I'm to- not doing it to you. I'm saying I'm guilty, too. I think all dudes just don't. Don't. We think like having a kid is like taking a shit quick. Oh, relax, Chris Cuomo, I don't need you to. I don't need you to tell me what I'm. I was saying that for brevity's sake. Child birthing is difficult. Now, <laughs> did my mom have a bunch of them and is fucking doing fine? Yes. Did she pop them out? No. It was tough. Whatever. The point is, I was trying to. I was trying to get through that quickly to say what happens is she plops a couple kids out, and once you've That's had better. once you've had kids. You are no longer the main character in the story. Your kids become the main character in the story. So not only have you aged, so you're not the prettiest girl in the high school or the prettiest 19 or 20-year-old in town working at the Dairy Queen, you now also have kids which take your attention away, take attention away from you. Pretty soon you're in your 30s, and you're a former Rose who's very busy and has teenage kids, and you probably don't get the attention that like not even a microcosm of the attention you got when you were a young rose god people are going to hate this so much i don't think they are because i'm going to say that this is across the board right i mean i am one million percent guilty of this i just told you that i need attention well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say people are here. i'm not gonna back down from this shit message me eat my ass you fucking message no, me. no no Bring i'm not shit. listen i'm not gonna message you i'm certainly no, not, not gonna not eat you, you no eat not ass, you but... i'm telling the people message me this is i'm diaper level on this i'm standing by this i'm not gonna <laughs> give some pussy ass preference because here's the thing there's a lot of hot people who went on to just accept that they grew up and are fine without attention my point is there's this section of fucking small town rose moms in America who have been craving attention since they put their letterman jacket in the closet. And those motherfuckers have found it 
on TikTok. There are these 30, 40, and 50-year-old moms who are very attractive women, but it's just these videos where it's just them dancing and pointing yeah. at stuff. Like, and it's not even, it's like, you want to know what I think of the weather today? Well, and then like, they'll just point and it'll just say like sunny or some shit. And then they get all of this attention because they are attractive. And it's just a very funny phenomenon to me. And it is interesting that TikTok has given a re-rise to all of the roses. And also, by the way, TikTok, that's the basis of social media is like, hey, are you hot? Well, people are right. going to overvalue anything you do. Right. I agree with that. And, and I don't know if you noticed what I did, but I did Mr. Miyagi you there. Sure. I... I kept going and I kept questioning you until you dug into a level that you really went for it. And uh, that's just that's just the dad in me. Well, gee, thanks. The point is, <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't understand. I don't I don't understand it. Well, I can't understand hot or not. I can't understand watching a video on my just flipping through strangers videos. Dude, is hot or not still new? Is still is that still a thing? Is hot or well, I don't even know what that is. Dude, there's a website back when I was like 20 called hotornot.com, and you could oh, load. Fuck, your... No wonder I don't know what that is. Dude, <laughs> oh god. Dude, you could load your picture to it, and people would just vote hot or not. Why would anyone ever? Dude, my self-esteem. I am such a fragile little baby boy. There's no way I'm letting a bunch of people anonymously be like, not hot. Not hot. No not fucking hot. way. You're hiding. Come tell me to my face I'm not hot in Walgreens. That's why that's why I couldn't be on Tinder. People would always ask. All these comedians are on the road, you know, hooking up, making magic happen. They're like, you're not on Tinder after you were married? And it's like, fuck no. I'm not going to be in a picture contest with a 20-year-old. Get out of here. Plus, I'm at an age range right now that no one uses on Tinder. They're just like, you can't even get to my age, probably. They don't have 50 plus on Tinder? I don't know. I've never been on Tinder, but I, why would they? Yeah, that's, that's, well, how come nobody's swiping on me? Well, Chad, uh, no one entered 44 plus as their age range. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, why, why would you ever when you can just go anywhere and find one of me? I still want to, I want to dig my heels deeper in, in on small town roses. Please do it. No, I'm not going to. I will say, I've got one other thing with moms and dads say this too with parents. I had, there's somebody in our neighborhood, we were having a conversation this week and we were talking about something divisive that I do not want to bring up on the podcast, but they used a phrase that I hate and I'd just love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, they okay. said, what am I supposed to tell my kids about that? Like, your kids are fucking seven and five. Just tell them the thing. Like, I, I that to me, yeah. why do, I'm not a parent, as was made very clear to me during our, our, uh, our Whole Foods diaper fiasco segments. I am very much, and guess what I'll tell you? I'm about to learn that I'm not a hot former Rose mom. So shut the fuck up, Cy. <laughs> uh, why do, pe like, who are these is parenting that hard? Are you fucking walking around with an inability to conceptualize how you could explain something controversial to a kid? Or are there a group of parents out there who are just like, yeah, well, you know, uh, sometimes people of the same gender are attracted to each other and they have sexual intercourse, just like a mom and dad do. 
That's what a mom and mom. You don't have to be like, hey, do you want to know what scissoring is, Billy? Like you can. Yeah. And, and, and we were, the conversation we weren't having wasn't about gay marriage or gay sex or anything. That's the one that people use it on a lot. Like, how am I supposed to explain that to my kids? Well, you know, take one of your fingers and make it a point and take the other one a hole and just poke it in there a bunch. Why the fuck are you protecting your children from the world so they get to college and, you know, their roommate wakes up in the middle of the night and they're jerking off to a bunch of, like, just treat them like people, man. I don't understand that phrase. Why am I so ranty at the end of this episode? I actually love it. And I also love the fact that we could use just two fingers and point them right at each other and bounce them off each other. Call that touching tips. Touching tips. Why wouldn't we? I think, yeah, I, I think that's is, on the verge of when... docking. Ooh, I like docking. Docking, I think I like... docking is when one, and I could be wrong about this because I don't do research on anything unless it's a, a bank heist. Uh, I think docking <laughs> is when you, uh, you use the foreskin of one penis head to cover the other penis head. I don't know that it's pleasurable, but... It probably looks like uh, Chinese finger cuffs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, there's this whole list of things out there, sexual stuff that people have names for that I don't know that anyone necessarily does. You know, like, hey, do you give her a, a Stevens Point uh, face mask? You're like, no, no one's ever done that. I know that's a th- and I know there's fetishes are weird, but no one's ever done that. I don't even know what that is. Is it a real thing? I just I just made it up. You know, because I, they're, they're like the real ones like uh, rusty trombone yeah, bummer. and the strawberry shortcake yeah. and the Cleveland steamer. Like all of these things. I just don't even listen. I'm a fucking weirdo. When the doors are closed and the lights are off or on, doesn't matter to me. Yep. Listen, you knew it was under this shirt. You signed up for Daddy, it. Daddy, turn the lights on. I want to see the look on your face. <laughs> <laughs> when I Cleveland steam, I don't even, again, I don't even know what that is. I don't either. I'm going to tell you anything I, with the word steamer in it. I'm a, I'm a hundred miles away from. Yeah. That sounds like you're going to need to wipe your chest off. Yeah. That's, uh. <laughs> Chose a good episode. Chose a good episode. I hope the people who let us run an ad are like, let's see what this show is about. And they tune in right after the ad and they're like, all right, well, it was a good run. I actually think this is a great show for that ad because a lot of people leaving right after the show, they're like, Cleveland Steamers, I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. Okay. Hey, Bales just messaged us. Yeah, uh, and that was quick. There's no way he looked that up and typed it. Yeah, that was so it. fast. The Cleveland Steamers, when one person, yikes, defecates on another person's yeah. chest and in parentheses, very important, sits down and rocks back and forth <laughs> like a, st- like a <laughs> steamroller. <laughs> Chad and I are probably the only people on earth who don't. That That's such a common joke hey bales if you could tell us what a a stevens point face mask is that would be great um i got nothing else i just want to say that it's nice to see you i hope you have a great memorial day weekend um i hope that jen and i are still together when we get into the new house i'm willing to let you i haven't i haven't buried the second letter i haven't placed the first letter there's room to alt this plan so if you have thoughts to help, you know, we can do that off air. But if you have thoughts, I'm oh, very open yeah. to them. And uh, TikTok this. moms, suck it. I got to go. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.